Hello again, everyone. Welcome to the Rome Floyd Chamber Show. We are broadcasting from the Hardy Realty Studios in downtown Rome, Georgia on beautiful Broad Street. I'm Roger Manus with Rome Business Radio. Hello, everyone. My name is Pam Power-Smith from the Rome Floyd Chamber of Commerce. Hey, Pam. <laughs> There's usually a button you push. Oh, oh you want... Thank you. <laughs> there you go, Pam. <laughs> and I'm so excited, um, the guest we have today. I think it was impossible almost to get on the calendar for all three of us, but we are happy to be joined by Jamie McCord and Sammy Rich today. Hi there. Hi, guys. How are we? Doing good. Glad to be here. Beautiful day. This and is, just yeah. uh, excited to be here. This yes. is like the brain trust. <laughs> yes, we, we get that a lot. That's obvious. But high demand. I, I do feel, you know, I'm, I'm a little remorse. I didn't get walk-up music like Pam got the applause. <laughs> and so we, we came ill-prepared, obviously. There we go. Uh, Rock we go. on. Here we go. What do you, what do you want? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got, any number of appropriate songs I could come up with. I got, there we go. <laughs> that one we hear the most. That's yeah. right. That's I got right. all kinds of stuff. I feel like this is perhaps historic. You mentioned you're trying to get your schedules in sync. I feel like for you guys to be in the same room at the same time, it's kind of like, you know, you don't see the Beatles in public together too often or, or the Spice Girls or ABBA, you know, public, two of you in the same place at the same time. Um, or or is, am I mistaken? Do y'all actually cross paths a lot? Because we're talking about county management and city management. I know you work together, yes. but are you ever together? Oh, yes. We are, actually. <laughs> yeah, quite uh, often. Actually. Probably third time this week. So. <laughs> okay. Um, so just just big, broad picture for folks like me who may not understand those that's a big all-encompassing term managing counties and cities what do you do for a living <laughs> wow go ahead you- it's such an easy question roger thank you thank you for this so i often describe my um i'm the self-described cat herder and so uh you know it's you pretty much do all duties as a sign and so what's interesting about uh, jamie and i is we we've got a unique story that we've both worked in both organizations and so that's unique that i was at the county jamie was at the city and so we we kind of have we have some unique insight but but generally speaking and for the audience and for folks are like what does a city or county manager do and what we have in common is the form of government that we each have and that's where you've got elected officials and so county's case jamie's got five county commissioners i have nine city commissioners and we both have what's called a strong manager form of government to where we are hired based on um, i'm using quotes here (laughs) Uh, we're based on qualifications and we are really the the day-to-day operators or the ceos that run the business of our govern governments collectively and so we work, um, I've got nine bosses. Jamie has five bosses. And so it's just that easy. I mean, any other questions? <laughs> I have 18 bosses. I just want to throw that in there. <laughs> I have five bosses and 99,000 supervisors. <laughs> no, I like family. that. Yes. Um, well, I feel like I just attended a political science class. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, so what, what, is, what is the population of the county? It's roughly 99,000. We were just under. I would probably argue that number is not accurate, I think, it's a little higher, but uh, uh, did finally see a little growth in this census, a little more than, than normal, and I expect more down the road with everything going on currently. And what's the population of the city? So roughly 38,000. Roughly. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, again, give or take, and you know, it's the unique thing about Rome, and we talk about this a lot, is we is an employment hub, and, and really the hub of Northwest Georgia. We're still the largest city in Northwest Georgia, so more people come in to work here each day, and so we literally do uh, grow population during the day because it's a, a folks show up here to go to work. So about twenty thousand people actually commute into the city every day to work. So we're talking about you when you oversee what the city does. We're talking. Parks and Rec. We're talking sewage. We're talking, yeah. you know, all all of those things. But how? What is your relationship like with the chamber and the importance of that in doing what you guys do on a daily basis? I, I would just like to say I just call them and ask crazy questions all the time. Is the relationship, and they kindly answer them. That sounds pretty accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Not totally crazy, but the role, the biggest role that I see is existing industries and uh, we are very organized, uh, been well established for years. Pam has carried that torch on and continued it very organized, a great group to develop uh, the existing industries as part of our development authority as well by uh, the president of GRIA is attached by charter to our uh, development authority. So they have a big role in some of the decisions that are made and, and expansions and new industry and whatnot. So, Gria, I've forgotten the acronym. Yes. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Greater Rome Existing Industries Association. Yes. Yes. We will put you to sleep with acronyms. Remind us because Alph- alphabet soup. Well, uh, what what goes on? Like, um, there's city, there's county. We sure. talked about you working together. What constantly crosses paths where y'all are having to work together? Like the school systems are. They're separate, separate and separate. distinct. But what what does cross paths? Well, we've got 31 joint agreements. Uh, we're probably, and that's more than anybody else in the state, that's correct? More, it, yeah, I don't have we the exact so. numbers in front of me, but I think uh, Lowndes Valdosta had 15 or okay. 16, somewhere in that range. But yeah, large number. Uh, we have joint departments, and then we have countywide departments. So take, for example, a joint department would be fire. Okay. It's great. It ain't broken. It doesn't need to be fixed. We got a low ISO rating, a very which is an insurance standard rating that gives us, uh, at least in most cases, favorable uh, insurance rates. Whereas a lot of counties in Northwest Georgia still have volunteer. We're fully paid, fully staffed, ten stations, uh, and that's a fifty-fifty joint. It's managed by the city, but we have a joint oversight committee that manages fire overview, and it's great. So that's a good example of a joint city managed but joint then another joint would be recycling it is a joint operation managed by solid waste commission but managed by the county so there's a little give and take on the day-to-day management but uh that's two i guess simple examples and then then you've got like say animal control that is a county-wide function so there's some differences in you know Sammy, for the most part, doesn't get outside of the city. Is that fair? Some some things right. with sewer and water right, you right. do, and you might want to expand on that a little bit. Well, and, and the other, you know, we, we often pride ourselves on these agreements because we do spend a lot of time working together. And, and honestly, when we have and we host outside communities, they're often surprised by the amount of cooperation because, you know, let's face it, there's a lot of places where you got cities and counties suing each other. They don't even get in the same room together. And so, and here us, you guys are doing a podcast together. And who knew we were going to make it this <laughs> right. far to a podcast? But our building, uh, building inspection, planning, zoning, um, all that's a joint effort to where we provide service on a countywide level. And so, you know, if you're an outsider and you show up to the community, hey, I want to build this or build that, you know, it's this idea of a one-stop shop. So we try to really make it easy for you, the consumer, to come here 
and uh, be successful. Well, it is interesting because it it flows off my tongue, Rome Floyd Chamber. Rome Floyd kind of becomes hyphenated in a lot of ways, but you don't hear that in other places. And is a lot of that because of the synergy between the county and city management working together? And the I think so. You know, honestly, we don't have any secrets because he sat right. in my shoes and I've sat in his <laughs> shoes, so, so to speak. But uh, there's not a lot of secrets. But, uh, yeah, I think so. And I, I've got my previous uh, employer was Georgia DOT back many moons ago. And uh, I remember you couldn't get, like Sammy just said, you couldn't get a city and a county in the same room together to talk about a, two separate projects that they might be involved in, much right. less agree to work together. But I, it it saves taxpayer headaches and time and money to work together what's on the what what are the what are the constant battles or the constant headaches you know downtown parking or just oh, never i've yeah i've not experienced any challenges in that area <laughs> just but but what's what's always a thorn in the side that's work we're working through forever it never goes away no, well in our business you know and i'll give you a good example is transportation Okay. There is never enough money to fund transportation. And, and and that's just as and that's not unique to Rome Floyd. I think if you look anywhere in the country, you're gonna you're gonna hear folks, you're gonna hear communities talk about crumbling infrastructure. And and, and part of that is just it's so darn expensive. Um to, uh, when, to, when, I'm sorry, when you say transportation, are you talking bus system or are you talking roads no, and bridges? I'm talking just good old fashioned roads and I'm talking okay. about, hey, I just ran through a pothole. Those kind of conversations, and we deal we deal with a lot of that. You know, one of the unique things about Rome is we're a river city. A lot of bridges, lots of bridges, but not enough. And, but the, and, and <laughs> not bri- enough and, bridges. And bridges are expensive. They right? are, and they're expensive to maintain. Part of uh, you know, we've got an extensive state route system here. So you know, and that's one of those double edged swords. It's great as a community that we have state routes. However. Um, when I get a call about, hey, when are y'all going to do something about fill in the blank? And it's like, well, that's a state route. We're not, you know, I'll give you Shorter Avenue as an example. When are y'all going to pave Shorter? Well, we don't technically, as a city, we're not going to pave that, but our friends at Georgia DOT, it's on their paving schedule. And so we, as the locals, and the, we have what's called a Metropolitan Planning Organization, the MPO, and that's one of the unique things about our, our local community. But we work hand-in-hand hand with both uh, Georgia DOT and then the Federal Highway, and so we get uh, a direct seat at the table and, and able to direct a lot of the, the communication and conversation about our transportation needs. But even then, there's never enough money to stay ahead of transportation. And so that's something that we're always going to be working on. Um, we're always going to be looking to, to try to get some improvement there. Same here. Uh, this It's funny this is coming up because I had two – I spent multiple hours in the last two weeks on two state and federal issues that I cannot help anyone with other than say, here's the number and here's who you call. Uh, it's a driveway issue on 27 and a uh, sidewalk issue on Shorter Avenue, which is coincidentally State Route 20. Right. State routes have – it's just you got county roads, city streets, state routes, federal highways. We don't have interstates, but we do have federal highways with 411, uh, 27. Is there one more? I think that's it. So, yeah, the, the area of like 27 south going towards Cedartown – is US 411, US 27, State Route 1, and we call it Cedartown Highway. Right. <laughs> All right. Just figuring out which Avenue D to go to in this town is difficult when there's four Avenue Ds. <laughs> That's very important when you call 911. I'm on Avenue D and I have X, Y, or Z. Which Avenue D? 
So I thought about that. Yeah. Details matter. Little, little details <laughs> in, in that uh, matters. That's another countywide uh, service. Well, but the, the person who just doesn't realize the federal city, they just call because of this. And oh, you, of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you're walking down the street and you get stopped by somebody. What's, what's the common Hey, uh, you fix parking tickets, which is what I asked oh, yeah. you. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. a pretty, that's a pretty common, um, today's call. Well, wasn't it in person. It was, Hey, there's a toilet bowl sitting out at XYZ address. It's been there over a week. Can we, can we make sure somebody from solid waste goes to pick that up? So okay. that's a pretty normal kind of call. You know, think it's important to have your garbage picked up. I've found that citizens uh, expect that and they like it to be timely, <laughs> but a shout out to the city. I'll shout out to the county later. Shout out to the city. They have a fabulous app that you can download on your phone. Well, thank you. Pam. Yes, I use it a lot. What's the name <laughs> of this app? Is it the My Rome app? It is. It's called the My Rome app. And you don't have to call Sammy. You can use the app to put in your request. Thank you for that plug because I tell folks this all the time. And again, not everybody wants to use apps, but we are in a app world. It is absolutely the fastest way to get a work order entered into the system and get it completed is to actually put it into my room because the folks that are doing the dispatch are the ones receiving those work orders. And so you uh, you really do bypass a lot of phone calls and uh, extra traffic by using the app. And so we, we encourage everybody to use it, anything from potholes to street light outage to you name it. Oh, that's what I was going to ask. What are some of the specific yeah, things exactly that are on that. there? Yeah, exactly uh, A legal dump on the side of a street somewhere. You, I mean, it's just any kind of random. And then we have uh, city staff that go in and actually sort. And, and, you know, whether it's a state issue or a county issue or a Georgia power issue, those all get referred out to the appropriate oh, place. Hmm, never thought yeah. about that. Yeah. Is the county in the app business yet? <laughs> we are not in the app business. We have updated our website about a year ago, and we are That's using right. the website more. We don't have the app yet. We're talking about it. We just haven't quite got there yet, but – uh, oh, sure. Again, we get this. You know, it, there's a pothole on whatever drive, and they got to tell us when all we're going to do is pick up the phone and call Public Works or Street Department or whoever. It, it, we, it's not going to be fixed any better because we got it, or just because. <laughs> They live in Sammy's neighborhood, or they wow. went to school with me, or whatever. That's that's the thing. I know him. He'll call, and we'll get this done. It may take a week for me to call you back. Whereas the app or the the website will. But what if get I bring it. you cupcakes? Will that move me to the top of the line? I'm just it, curious. It'll probably help, Pam. That okay. never happens. Never happens. That's a great gesture. Yeah. What is? Uh, how does one get to be? In your jobs, what are your backgrounds? Great question. Uh, just lucky, uh, I guess. Yeah, I did not graduate from high school or college and say, man, that's the job I want to be. Uh, it didn't happen. I evolved uh, civil engineer by trade. Uh, born and raised where? Well, born in Cherokee, Alabama. Okay. But I have been here uh, almost 50 years. So I moved from Cherokee Center in uh, 1974 and uh, been here. To, I went to Midway School, Pepper High School, uh, University of Alabama, Southern Poly, and then Barry later for postgraduate so I started in engineering uh, with GDOT, uh, came to City of Rome in 98 as the street department director and the assistant public works director, eventually became public works director, and then county reached out. I've been here 10 years now, and that's uh, we're both above the national average, so that means <laughs> something is good. National average is six years. So before you, before you uh, people people walk away from it, or, uh, that or, or you're just replaced by thrown, the new board, thrown away, yeah, thrown away, recycled, recycled. We don't want to throw it away. But anyway, yeah, I didn't grow up wanting to do this, but you just kind of. 
build like a block, you know, it's kind of a like a erector set. You, you get this skill, you get that skill, and it just kind of builds. But, yeah, you, I don't know that there is – you know, there's a big trend – in county management at the moment of attorneys being county managers. Engineers are a little odd, but, uh, yeah, uh, county a lot of uh, county managers and city managers are former attorneys. Maybe so there's that, a pattern and convenience. Or double dipping. <laughs> or, or, or that goes back to Sammy's point of some cities and counties suing each other. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you're going you're gonna to get two for one. Do it all. I, that's, that's literally it, two yeah, for Save one. some money that way. And, and, Sammy, what is your background? So I got to Rome in 2002, and so uh, born and raised where? I grew up in Chatsworth. So my family's north of here, Chatsworth and Dalton. Um, went to West Georgia down in Carrollton. So moved off to school. And uh, originally, uh, like Jamie, I didn't grow up thinking about city management because <laughs> that was a foreign concept. But I actually, you know, one of my early, um, I, I was sort of torn between economic development and landscape architecture. And so my original intent was to be a landscape architect. And uh, in in thinking along that pathway, I was introduced to land use planning. And so I ended up becoming a land use planner. And so um, uh, like Jamie, I also spent some time with Georgia DOT and uh, was a county planner down in Carroll County. But I actually moved to Rome to be the assistant Floyd County manager. And so came here to be the assistant county manager and um, a lot of, fell in love with Rome, Floyd, just a beautiful community. And then uh, t- 2006, I moved down the street to become assistant city manager. So same problems, same people, different office. Right. And Pretty then nice. uh, different, so, block. different block. Different block. John John yeah. Bennett, our city manager, um, who I'm, I love John. John was a great mentor the whole time I've been in this community. John was city manager here for 30 years, which is really unprecedented. And so I had the good fortune uh, to become city manager back in 2014. So, uh, so that's, you know, so I have a land use background and then a master of public administration. And so it's, you know, again, we, on any given day, you're working on any number of topics. And so you got to know just a little bit about everything in this line of work is kind of how I often describe it. So y'all are never bored. Is that what you're saying? Correct. (laughs) So when you're, when you're overseeing things is, are the various departmental budgets determined by your bosses? And then you implement, or do you do you manage that on a daily basis? Okay, I'm going to rob Peter here to pay Paul. I'm gonna... <laughs> well, and I'll start with that. We uh, let me clarify one thing too: a little bit difference between city and county. We have uh, other elected officials besides oh, uh, right. commissioners. We have superior court judges, magistrate court, juvenile court, DA, clerk of court, coroner. Uh, in our community, we have a our juvenile court judges elected. So. I'm kind of in the middle. Sammy's near the top under the commission. I'm kind of in the middle. I've got my board, and then I've got these elected officials that we have to work with. So the they submit their proposed budgets annually to the board of commissioners. Then I spend about two and a half, three months working on trying to find the combinations of what we should do, what we shouldn't do, what gets cut. And they have the elected officials have the opportunity to have a budget here. And if they, you know, the, I don't control their budget. I rarely change anything they ask for especially without talking to them, but just go through the process in the, in the fall of the year. We try to approve the budget before the end of the year. It can go into January, but in the last five or six, we've gotten it done near the end of the year. And then from that point forward, we manage throughout the year, unless there's things that come up. Now I have parameters that I can work under. I have limits that I can do uh, administratively. Yeah. Cause you, I would think you need some flexibility. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it, it, we, you know, we, they're, they're kind of, debating right now the ability to uh to approve some splos purchases we have a 
purchasing rule that all SPLOS purchases have to go to the Board of Commissioners. And we approved like a $400 SPLOS purchase a couple of weeks ago. And they're like, why are we doing this? Well, your policy says it. So we're following <laughs> the policy. But anyway, that, it's a, that's an odd example. It doesn't happen a lot. But I, I like the... I like the flexibility I have, and I like the limit I have. I don't want to. I don't want to be too far out there on the limb. Uh, so, and I, I'm totally fine with that scrutiny and, and that level of supervision. Sammy, the- no, very very similar situation, and and I would say probably the most important task of an elected body or for commissions is to adopt the budgets because we are you know we're mandated by law. We have to have a balanced budget and so we operate under those confines uh, we both and wow, what, what, a, what a great idea yeah. you know <laughs> you know and so right and, and you know w- within the within the budget confines and, and it takes a lot to go and create the budget process we kick off the budget process in the fall and, and we're on a similar track that we operate on calendar year our fiscal year is the calendar year so by the end of the year we'll have our budgets adopted and so there's several funds within and so it's a it's a large uh, complex operation a lot of folks probably don't think about city and go- county government, um, but as far as the number of employees, the complexity, having human resources, having, um, you know, fr- from our perspective, we've got folks on the back of a garbage truck. We've got folks wearing white lab coats uh, doing water and sewer and water testing. So it, it's really a, quite a range of different types of employees uh, that find work in what we do. How many city employees are there? I'm going to go roughly 650. Okay, and how many county employees are there? About a month ago, we were at 770, so we're just a little, little tick yeah. larger. Not We're very close, though. It probably yeah, averages just, 700 plus or minus, but we have uh, we filled a lot of positions uh, in the last uh, 12 months that have been vacant for several years, so uh, that's a good thing. Does that, does that include law enforcement? That does include yes. law enforcement. Yeah, okay. So uh, everything's kind of under your oversight. Just management wise, correct. So, yeah. so in my case, you know, Jamie pointed out the constitutional officers, and again, the the we as a city, um, our city commission. Again, we got nine city commissioners each January. The commission decides who's going to be mayor, and so and they hire the city manager to run the day to day. So, all city employees work under the city manager, and so that's that's our system. And okay. so, it's up to you know they set the they adopt the budgets, they set the policies, and it's my job. To get it done, and you know, and, and again, why have this form of government? It's because, well, theoretically, we we have studied, we understand laws, and our goal is to get it done and to, to do it efficiently. You know, because again, nobody wants to pay more tax dollars, us included. And so, if we're you know, we're looking to keep us out of trouble, keep us from getting sued, keep us from frivolous lawsuits, and and find the most efficient, most professional way to deliver service. And so, my my personal philosophy has always been. Good strategic public investment will attract good private investment. So I think if we're doing something right, we're going to create a, this. We're going to create a, a very thriving community where folks want to come and they want to live here because it's a good place. It's got a sense of place, and it's somewhere people are willing to come invest their private dollars. Good answer. Right, so, <laughs> so you're 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 dealing with this stuff daily, <laughs> monthly. Yearly with budgets and 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 commissioners and all that. What's coming down the road five ten years? Do you do you look long term? What oh, what, yeah. what what what's roads bridges uh, schools? What's coming down the road that y'all are always having to hmm. think about? Well, I think that's what we're supposed to do is look five ten fifteen years ahead. Uh, obviously, you got to deal with that pothole that got called in this morning. But yeah. we're the bigger picture is looking ahead and. Everybody sees the growth. It's coming to Georgia. 
It's already came to Bartow County and it's coming to Floyd County in Rome. It's it's here. So we got to prepare ourselves and and transportation is a big part of it. Of course, we've done a lot of things, a lot of little things like the 411, you know, it got uh what built in the 70s. So, you know, that was forward thinking and making sure that corridor and the connection to 41 prior to the interstate. Now, we missed on that little next leg to 75 for the last 30-plus years, but we do have that in the system now, and we are getting that exit or hanging that shingle on the side of a 75 where you can get to Rome and Floyd quickly and we you know so you've got a plan for that we're, we're talking about our reno, redoing some of our land development codes and maybe doing a, a new adoption of a new map and some different zones and a lot of different things so that's really what we should be doing on a daily basis is looking at least five to ten years out well, that, that would tie in with the chamber's mission of absolutely business growth and attracting business but because you don't just you don't think you talked about roads that means we need more housing. Yes, and yes. houses cool. need roads, and houses need their their trash picked up, and water, <laughs> sewer, schools. It's a lot. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it, it, and we communicate. I know, obviously, Sammy communicates with city commission. We communicate with county uh, or, or the uh, school board, cities and right. county school boards. Uh, there, we had public safety this morning, and their uh, director of security is part of our public safety team, where we're all communicating with each other. City fire was there. They had their annual or monthly report. So. We do a good job of communicating and making sure we know what's going on and looking down the road to what's needed. Did you guys ever watch the old sitcom Parks and Rec? I did. <laughs> With Rob Lowe as the city manager? Yes. And, and what, what did you think of his job, how he handled, how he played the... <laughs> well, he's better looking than both of us. <laughs> For sure. No, nobody's <laughs> arguing with that. <laughs> oh, we have the great. perfect, perfect, or at least I do, perfect face for radio. So. I just wonder how uh, they were able to get into our lives so clearly for their script writing. Well, that's right. Well, that never, was, it, was it a good reflection? Just, yeah, it's a very funny show. Never understood. Yeah, a little sarcastic, but not too far <laughs> off in some. We have those characters do work for us in different We can't places. identify characters. That's a great, that's a great point. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, um, we we talked about five ten years down the road. What else besides the transportation? When you when you, I mean, are there even bigger projects than that? Well, sure. We you know I think we'd be remiss if we didn't spend a little bit of time focused on housing. Just to the point that we have wrestled with housing as a community for the last couple of years. Uh, we went so far as even as a city as appointing appointing a housing committee, and so. Um, we, we held a housing summit. Uh, we partnered with the Development Authority. We actually um, had our partners with Georgia Power who uh, spent some time in sending expertise our way. And in the housing conversation, it really centered around what can we do as a community to become a little more open and or amenable to different uh, types of housing. And so because of that conversation, we started seeing uh, folks from out of town knock on the door and saying, hey, I'm from such and such community. We hear you guys want to grow. We hear you're interested in housing. And so as a, you know, as a result of that, we've got something on the order of, you know, 4,000 residential units that are in some form of the pipeline of being conceptually thought about. And so that's something that we as, a, as Rome have really not seen probably since the days that GE would have been a new industry here. And so, you know, as Jamie mentioned, you don't have to, you know, drive far out 411. You're going to see what's going on. What's coming when when a company lands in a community and they're going to hire that many thousands of jobs? It's going to impact us. Yeah. You know, there's just no chance it's not. 
yeah. not lock or unlock the hospitals. People come in that, of that twenty thousand, you know, educational facilities, hospitals, and other industry. They're clearly coming in from a regional yes. draw. They're not uh, obviously everybody that works at uh, Atrium and Advent do not work live in Floyd County. We wish they did, but <laughs> yes, we people do. drive in, <laughs> and and we have people. We'll have people live in Floyd County that will we, we'll work on that four eleven quarter in Bartow County. No, no, no doubt. doubt. Yeah. Uh, and healthcare is obviously such a big thing here that's much bigger than other towns, yes. similar size uh, in the tremendous. state. We're blessed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, tremendous have options. Well, it's funny. I can remember uh, my dad talking about years and years ago when they were going to extend I-75. And it, it was – they were kind of – were they going to run it by Rome or run it by right. Dalton? And it you know it ended up going by Dalton to get up to Chattanooga. But in a way, it's kind of kept Rome kind of, kind of in its own – bubble of protecting the small town and absolutely the, but you talk about the connectivity to 75 and 411 takes you to cartersville and you gotta you gotta navigate through that little zigzag uh yeah <laughs> uh or you can take 140 uh down. yeah no, it's perfect <laughs> and, and i say perfect it's almost complete it's been the project that will never end yeah, yeah <laughs> eventually they're, they're gonna expand 140 forever yes and, yeah, eventually and, and, but it connects you know in our murchie um, but you, but was there another connectivity down the road that you were talking well, about? Well, you mentioned our Murchie, the next phase of the 140 widening will go all the way to 27. And coincidentally, that's Chattooga County's number one project, and it's in Floyd County because that's how they get to I-75. So just like our connector from uh, 41 to 75 is in Bartow County. So that shows the regional support you need. And finally, Bartow's kind of taken a position of, you know what, they need this. We need this. This is it's actually going to help create a, a somewhat of a bypass around Cartersville because if anybody has been on forty one at five o'clock in Cartersville, it's horrible. Yeah, it's busy. So, do y'all in your roles as the region grows? Do you deal with your counterparts in the various adjoining counties and towns? Oh, of course, yeah, absolutely. I we I meet about quarterly with. Uh, surrounding county managers and it's sometimes it's just lunch and say man i, I yeah you can't believe what i'm dealing with but sometimes it's, <laughs> it's therapy hey, session it's a, therapy yeah, session. right it's a therapy yeah. session where you nobody is recording anything and you can just say whatever you want to say. but but the but the people in the room understand it absolutely because they, oh, they, yes. it's called absolutely. commiseration that's right we have lots of that i'm afraid but it is you know connectivity to polk uh barto uh gordon uh we connect we touch walker county believe it or not right at the northern tip of Floyd County, there's a Floyd-Walker County line, if you can believe that. It doesn't think it, – that line is north of Somerville and, and still Floyd. in Floyd County. So <laughs> our county is huge. Everett Springs to Cave Springs about a 50-minute trip with no traffic. A lot of geography here. Yeah. It is. It really <laughs> is. And again, yeah, I, I some know, of it is – I didn't is, know there was going to be a test. <laughs> yeah. Some of it is you can't kind of get there from here. you got to go somewhere else to get there. <laughs> right. And you sometimes got to go north to go south because of the bridges. Maybe so. a helicopter in cases <laughs> would be best. Uh, but that's what makes us unique. I mean, it's a, it is a diverse county. It really is from top to bottom. And, how, and back to the two cities, that's probably another reason we do so many things joint. We have two incorporated cities – in Floyd County, a lot of counties will have 10, 12 cities. Oh, yes. Uh, like Cobb. And that's a, or Gwinnett. Gwinnett. Not yeah. the best example, but uh, even Jackson County, our friend Kevin Poe that uh, we both worked with over the years is up in Jackson. He's got like six or seven incorporated cities. We've got big city Rome and in small Spring. city K Spring, but it makes it – we know each other. We're, oh, yeah. We've got to get along. Yeah. Um, I don't think that everybody might have known Cave Spring was incorporated. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. I did know that because I was aware there was going to be a test. Right. Yes. There you go. Very good. 
And um, they're actually moving to hire a city manager. So they are. I saw that yeah, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, so maybe the next time we're here, we'll have the Cave Spring manager. There you go. Us. we got another seat. That's perfect. Right. perfect. <laughs> so you, you both have been around a while in your job. You said past the national average. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't mean to, you know. No, it's a good thing. It's a good problem. But sometimes it may not be a good thing. <laughs> but what, what have been the most positive changes in your in your administration for lack of a better word your tenure um if i say administration it makes it sound like you're the president but during your tenure what are, what are you most proud of on your watch that you were able to maybe guide through push through slowly but surely uh it, it, it may be daily potholes but but it you know well mine's probably been personnel and the ability we i think we we're not quite there but i think the board has refocused uh, pay equity. Uh, we were really low when I first got here on, across the scale compared to other communities. And they've put a lot of effort into saying, Hey, let's get this fixed. Let's get public safety competitive. Let's get, and that includes fire. Uh, we jointly did some, uh, in, improvements in the fire department. We were carrying public safety with, uh, we have a prison, Sheriff's Office and Police Department, and even I can include 911 and 911 dispatchers in that because they truly are the first responders. Definitely. Uh, they're not the first people on the scene, but they're the reason the people on the scene show up right. to the right Avenue D. <laughs> uh, so that I think pay and, and supporting public safety, because, you know, we've been through some crazy times on a federal level and in and, and, and the national scene. I, I'm proud of that. I'm also really proud of our animal shelter. Uh, I'll just pick that one project because uh, it was a the original shelter was probably too small when it was built, but it was certainly too small for the 2013 times that we were dealing with. And we're it's not perfect in that world, but uh, we're we're staying in the 90 percent live outcome range on that. Meaning we were euthanizing prior to our new shelter probably 40, 50 percent, and that's uh. not really what you want. Now again. Yeah. County doesn't own these animals, and the county's not breeding animals. These are the public <laughs> that are not spaying and neutered, not the county. So you're saying it's a community issue? It's is that a community what I mean? issue, but the county gets the credit and or blame when things go wrong. <laughs> All the glory. All the glory. What about you, Sammy? But maybe the, some Gosh, of the positives there, over the well, past. There's there's tons of projects, and you know it's hard to it's hard to pick a favorite project. Well, I will tell you this: what's been cool about being here for a while is to be able to have had projects that we've, you know, gathered around the table looking at sketches, you know, and just kind of dreaming ahead. And that's one of the beauties. If you get to stay in these jobs long enough, you do get to go from seeing something on paper to seeing it in person. And, you know, like the town green, for example, the forum civic center opened back in 1994, no hotel had 86 surface parking spaces outside into to sort of reimagine that area now with a new heart of downtown with the town green, a parking deck, a pedestrian bridge over to what I will, you know, argue is really going to be the, what's going to change the most about downtown is our river arts district. That's mm-hmm. what's underway. Yeah, and all, the, all the development. It's, it's yeah. going to be, it's going to be phenomenal, but, but I would agree with Jamie, you know, in, in these seats, really the best thing about these organizations, it is the people. And, and, you know, again, at the end of the day, we get a lot of cool opportunities to do some fun stuff as managers, but there's no substitute for the guy who's picking up the trash, the police officer that shows up when you dial 911. Those are the guys, the guys cutting the grass. They are what make this community thrive. And if it weren't for those people, but, you know, my goal has been to try to create this, this culture to where we've got a place that people want to come work and they feel important. 
our city commission has been very supportive of the city employees. And, and you know, to Jamie's point, it's you got to stay competitive. Uh, you've, you know, it's easy to go work a private sector job and probably make a lot more money. It's sometimes it's a calling to want to be in public uh, public service. And so um, I'm proud of the fact that we've got a, a very good team in place. Spoken like Rob Lowe as Chris <laughs> Trevor. <laughs> That's the, what I was trying to channel. On the classic sitcom, Parks and Rec. <laughs> the ultimate compliment. Uh, okay, any any final thoughts here as we wrap up? Of uh, You want to make sure folks know to be aware of coming up or or oh. business as usual? What are, what are we doing tonight? Well, John? our part-time <laughs> side jobs yeah. start tonight for about the next six to eight weeks. And our special purpose local option sales tax committee has a meeting greet tonight. And they kind of get to know each other. We take a week off, and we actually are at our commissioner's conference next week on Thursday. So uh, we take a week off and then come back May the 4th, hit the ground running with uh, 50-plus presentations and trying to squeeze in $200 million worth of requests and somewhere between 80 and $85 million worth of money, assuming the public likes the package and they approve it, and we certainly hope they do, and we're going to work really hard to try to put a good package together. So that's kind of – 530 tonight come out well, and join us if you want just to, to book in that so what we're talking about is a re- the referendum will be this november and so if if this citizen-led SPLOS committee agrees then you know if you're a listener out there you know maybe you have a chance to get involved get engaged see what these projects are and how you feel about them and what they might bring to the community because all you can do is all you can do with the resources you have that's right, right. we would be a lot different without SPLOS, no doubt 300 million in the last 35 40 years no doubt Interesting. Uh, you mentioned the app. You want to give the app again? Yes, the My Room app. And so if you go to the app store, you're able to uh, download. And it really is the simplest thing ever. And um, even I can do it. So there's the testimony. <laughs> uh, and, if, and if you live in the county, we're going to give Jamie's cell number right now. You can yes, call that's him 1-800- anytime. Floydcountyga.gov. Uh, and I'm changing my number this afternoon. Uh, I was going to say web, website for the city. RomeGA.us. Okay, and, and you just did the website for the county, right. county and no cell phone numbers. No cell phones. I, I've got four calls during this podcast. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, Sammy's afraid to look. I don't. I don't want to. Yeah. I'm just going to compartmentalize that. And and Pam from the chamber, anything coming up you want to make sure we get mentioned or uh, just contact oh, information? Uh, kind of topical for today. We tilt, do your, tilt your mic up there a little oh, bit, there, Pam. It fell. Yeah, it fell. I'm so sorry. That's Thank okay. you. Um, kind of topical that we're spending time with Jamie and Sammy today because next week we have a very special presentation from FEMA and so I know it sounds a little depressing but what it is is a presentation to make sure our businesses are prepared for a natural disaster we watched our friends in Somerville have several issues last year and that's what prompted this presentation so our businesses can be prepared up front I have invited all their folks um, even though it is business specific but I've invited Jamie and Sammy's folks to come Um, but a special present this is actually a brand new presentation they've never done for a chamber of commerce before so I know these guys think I'm crazy and probably hate me at this point. No, it's a good thing. <laughs> it's a great so, idea. It is. Um, it's a special presentation that they have put together just for private business. Um, and I think it's going to be great. They're actually going to go through all the um, – options of what natural disasters can come through here but then after that they're going to tell businesses what to do to be prepared and how they get their money from the government when natural disasters happen and that information will be on the chamber website yes sir romega.com the meeting is april 25th at 9 a.m and we have to be prepared as well to have we have a joint plan where i'll use tornado since that's kind of the season to 
put debris, whether it's trees or homes or whatever, and be able to start functioning and allow business to get back underway. So we're all included in that, and that's a good invite for us to be there. Well, thank you all both for being here. This has been very interesting. I I know we didn't hit you with any. This is I tell people it's a conversation. It's not an interview. So it's not my job to hit you with hard hitting journalism (laughs) questions. We get plenty of those. So so the the, the gotcha (laughs) questions. I I just wanted to use it to inform and entertain. And uh, I know you're very busy, so I do appreciate it. Uh, This has been great. Thank you so much. You've been listening to the Rome Floyd Chamber Spotlight podcast. This is Rome Business Radio. We broadcast from the Hardy Realty Studios downtown on Broad Street in Rome, Georgia. Thank you so much for listening.